That is music from Prince from his 1995 album, The Gold Experience, the song Gold. Mink DeVille before that Spanish stroll, going back to 1977's Cabretta, and brand new music from Hop Along, a song called How Simple. The new album is due out in April. Kevin Call with you. It is KEXP Seattle, an affiliate of the University of Washington, and I am down in the performance space with KEXP faves Luna. Welcome back to KEXP. Hello. 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 It is great having you here in our new home, new space. And uh, you've got uh, two albums that came, well, an album and an EP that came out uh, last year, A Sentimental Education, a full-length album of covers, and then a EP, A Place of Greater Safety of uh, Instrumentals. And we'll talk a bit about those and what's going on, but how about a couple songs uh, okay. to start? Okay, we'll start with an instrumental. <laughs> Thank you. 
Phillips, Sean Eden, Lee Wall, Luna live on the afternoon show here at KEXP, playing at the Neptune Theater tonight, along with Evan Way of Parson Redheads. And uh, just heard uh, two tracks, Fire in Cairo, cover of the Cure song, and uh, that is on there. A Sentimental Education that came out last year, and then uh, GTX3 from a, a Place of Greater Safety, an instr- instrumental EP that came out last year as well. You got that all right. Excellent. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you, the Prince song you played before. Yes. What was it? It was Gold? Yeah. What, didn't we see that? Weren't we in that yeah. video for that? Yes. Sean, yes. we went to that videotaping? That was the one? Yeah. yeah. I was yes. going to, uh, that's why I played I th- it. I thought it wasn't by accident. Yeah. Because you, you, wow. you were there too, right? Let's just jump to that. That's okay. one of my favorite memories of the times <laughs> our paths have crossed. Right. Uh, I think it was 1995. You were either playing behind Penthouse or Bewitched. Uh, you were doing a live set on Rev 105 in Minneapolis, which is a station that I uh, started and was program director at. And I think after the session, it was that awkward moment where you were like, are you coming to the show tonight? <laughs> you, you were playing at First Avenue. Right, right, right. And earlier that day, I, I'd gotten a call from Prince's management, and they were like, hey, we're uh, recording uh, the video for Gold, and uh, we need some extras, and you want to come down. And uh, the only thing is you got to wear gold. So in that moment where you said, you're coming to my show tonight, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm actually going to this Prince thing. And you're like, dude, I'm the biggest Prince fan <laughs> in the world, of which you maybe are the second biggest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the biggest. Okay. 
And <laughs> but anyway, we we did the show at First Ave, and then drove. I think in my 1971 Dodge Dart Swinger. Yeah. To Paisley Park at like one in the morning. I'm what? trying to think if this is. Yeah, I'm trying to think if Stanley came too. He might have. To, were you not there, Sean? You were there. I was there. I, I remember. Good, yes. He, he, yeah, so he just shot the video and then he came out and played in like another four songs. That's actually the only yeah, that, time that, I've seen him. That's what they promise, you know. It's like, like okay, we're going to do uh, gold like 50 times. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, I think he did like a whole set. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this, but like it was it was maybe about 4.35 in the morning and and uh, I was with Sean Stewart, music director at, uh, at, at Rev and... I was like, look, this is the last song. We got to go. Where's Dean? <laughs> and we were looking for you. And um, do you remember the stage set up a huge sound stage? And on t- both sides of the stage, they, they had these gold figurines that were kind of like sexy Oscars. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. With platforms on the top. They're probably three stories high. And, uh, you know, we're looking all over for you and then noticed you were up on top of one of these uh, figurines dancing with, you know, about 10 I have dancers. No, I have no records of that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. It was pretty awesome. I have a vivid recollection right. of that. I'm sure it's true. <laughs> it is definitely true. And uh, that was definitely if really it's not true, I'll, let's spread the rumor anyway. Uh, Indeed. So, so, so you've got this album of, uh, of covers that came out last year. Um, some of them, some big, uh, bigger names, uh, definite influences, I would I would think, you know, Bowie, The Velvet Underground, Rolling sure. Stones, Dylan. Yeah. Deeper songs that you wouldn't expect. That's true. Like for, uh, well, the Dylan song we did is, is well enough known most of the time. But the Bowie song is an early one, Letter to Hermione. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a very early Yes song that people yeah. don't really know. Like, you know, it's, it's before the Yes that everybody knows. The Prog Yes. More the hippie Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they were uh, hippie prog. Oh. band at the early on. Well, I was going to ask, like, um, you know, a sentimental education. Is part of it an education component to uh, share some <laughs> of the deeper tracks with fans? Is there... uh, yes, I just, you know what? Uh, it was just on the, on the list of, of titles, because I happen to be reading some article. There's a French novel by that name, by Flaubert, oh. and the sentimental education that kind of stuck out. And I was like, well, it seemed to fit. Yeah. So fit yes. It, fit it so yes is the answer. Yes, yes is the answer. And, and education. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And yes, it's sentimental. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and yes is, you are playing that song, I noticed, in uh, the set. Uh, or at least we, you did at the... We played it uh, once. Oh, we, yes. We've only played it at once. At the Los Angeles show? Yeah, we played it in Los Angeles. Yeah. Wow. There's a key but change in everything. It's a yeah. little... It's a little uh, We're getting there. <laughs> how do you do it without elaborate keyboards? Yeah. Well, it goes now. I, I saw Yes once, and I think, is it Rick Wakeman? Is he the guy? Oh, yeah. He was the big, the keyboard master. I, I don't even know. Yeah. He, he had, like, a, a robe on and was playing uh, multiple racks of keyboards with both hands. It's quite dramatic. <laughs> well, Britta played the keyboards on our recording of it, right? Just oh, in the, the bridge, keyboards? though. Oh, Just yeah, in the yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, we don't play the keyboards live. We managed, we, we managed to do it. On stage, just the four of us. Yes. No hidden musicians. So a sentimental no education, uh, name of a novel that had nothing to do with music. No. It's, a, <laughs> it's about like the, the, the revolutions in 1848. And so do you just France. jot down things that like, <laughs> like, do you journal and keep uh, ideas going all the time? Oh, 
yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yes, now on the iPhone. Yeah. Which is worse. I think it's better. It was better to write them on paper. Definitely yes. quicker. To write them on paper, that's true. I found. Uh, I think it'd be kind of easier clunky. to read mm-hmm. on paper. Um, so tell me then about how uh, the decision making process went to pick the songs that, uh, that you ended up recording. Um, I had a li- had a li- sort of a list going. I don't know. Lee suggested we do a Bowie song. Um, so we'd, after he passed away, so that. Well, you picked most of them except for yeah. uh, the most of the time and uh, the thunderclap Newman, which did not end up on the album. Oh, that's right. We'll that's see right. the light of day sometime. Were, were there many uh, covers that, that you recorded that didn't didn't end up? On oh, well, yeah. So we did. Uh, we recorded um, that thunderclap Newman song, which Sean sang. Something in yeah, the something air. Something in the air. We did California Blue by Roy Orbison. Wow. All the, mm-hmm. Yes, the songs that. And what was the? Uh, we did a monochrome set song. Inside Your Heart. Inside Your Heart. Mm-hmm. Did Rock Your Baby by George McRae. What else? That's cool. Um, that's funky. That's, that's, yes. Is that all of them? <laughs> Not the way we did it. <laughs> no, it's a little bit funky. It's a little Not bit. And Dream funk. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Those are the ones that did not make the cut, yes. Yeah. But uh, they're seven all inch good. singles. Yes. Yeah. So when you announced in 2014 you were going to reunite, but kind of take it sort of loose and see how it went and do some kind of shorter tours, there, there weren't any explicit plans about uh, recording an album. You uh, did a session with us in 2015. I don't know if we talked about any kind of recordings at that point in time, but uh, how did the idea of getting back into the studio come about? Um, well, we did, we, we did all that touring. I guess I, I thought uh, an album of covers would be like a fun and easy, easy way for us to do it. All of us were, well, three of us were living in Los Angeles and Sean was there a lot, so. Yeah. I th- th- thought it would, uh, I thought covers would be like fun and easy. Yeah. And I think that was true. Way for us to ease into it. And, and then mm-hmm. Sean suggested that we can't just do covers, so. That's right, we gotta. We, we, we jammed out some instrumentals, okay. well. We did some stuff right in the studio, and then some stuff you guys already had yeah, kind yeah. of idea, little ideas for. We fleshed them out. Had you thought about those as instrumentals, or were you working on potentially songs? And uh... did not think about turning them to songs. Yeah, but I they mean, were. But like, I feel like at least the, 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 some of them were just sort of like, oh well, I got this idea. Yeah. It's not necessarily an instrumental, or not necessarily a song, but we That's just made true. it into an instrumental, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, our producer Jason Quiver of Paper Cuts, he, he said, well, you should turn that into a song. But We said, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I guess it, We're in it, a hurry. It's a song. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so that, that kind of leads to the obvious question, though, is, is there plans to... To make a proper... Mm-hmm. No, not proper. <laughs> uh, new uh, songs with lyrics. No, we haven't... Pla- we haven't uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> just, just still take it and see how it goes. Yeah, that's right. Okay, it is Luna yeah. <laughs> live on the afternoon show. We don't talk about these things. <laughs> and uh, playing at the <laughs> Neptune tonight and the Wonder Ballroom in Portland tomorrow and live on the afternoon show right now. Okay. Which right song now. are we doing next? Speed bumps. Oh. Okay. All right. Round and we're 
singing a song There's nothing in this song
by the seashore The girls are dressed as mermaids An electrical storm Is calling us in the Maybe if I yell at you You'll trust in what I'm saying But I'm keeping all the secrets And I've nothing else to say Thank you. That is Luna Live on KEXP Sideshow by the Seashore from uh, 1995's Penthouse and the Speed Bumps from Rendezvous that came out in 2004. Again, Luna Live on the Afternoon Show playing tonight here in Seattle at the Neptune Theater and uh, tomorrow night, the Wonder Ballroom. Again, thank you so much for... Uh, thanks for, for having by. us back here. Thank yeah. you. Thanks yeah. so much. Hi, Kevin. It is great. And uh, huge thanks to uh, Jim, Justin, and Scott on video, Allie taking photos, uh, Kevin Suggs uh, on sound, Matt uh, O on the board, and uh, Nancy, Caitlin on hospitality, and to all the KEXP donors who make sessions like this one possible. Indeed. It's the afternoon show, KEXP Seattle.